You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. Let's forget about the fundamentals. Let's forget about Donald Trump's Twitter feed. Let's forget about the trade wars. And let's get back to technicals. Because the market, from my point of view, started its fall on Thursday. Let's see if France de Klerk, independent technical analyst from somewhere in the Groot Karur, agrees with me. I said to my commentators on Thursday, I had a bad feeling about Monday, France de Klerk. For once in my life, I've actually been proved right. What did the charts tell you? Did it predict what's going on today? Yes, Lindsay. Look, it, it's coming now for a while now already. Remember, maybe let's start with the Aussie. That's the top 40. And I see some guys talk about the top 40 cash. But, um, you know, it actually started a while back here in late April, early May. Um, the market went up to about 54,000 then came back with vengeance um, got all the indicators oversold and then it rallied beautifully. But the hint was um, there was a tiny tweezer top already here in June. And the big thing about that tweezer top, it could not bridge above the level of 53784. The high of that tweezer top was 53690. Now, when that started to to sort of lose momentum from there. I realized that something is on the go of the Aussie because we were all also overbought then. And then it slowly but surely lost momentum. But but since 52,000, yeah. um, you could see, clearly see that the one big bearish engulfing candle, now maybe just for viewers that's new to technical analysis, yes. a bearish engulfing candle is a candle that tells you that the informed capital is starting to lock in profits. But you know what was the beauty about that, Lindsay? Every time that the market rallied, it was almost like somebody was waiting there to sell. And as they were selling the market, the rand started to weaken, but everybody thought, okay, but the rand hedges must support us. And sometimes you can make a horrible mistake by saying the rand is weak, so it must support the rand hedges, so the market must go up. Now, sometimes you find the opposite. Sometimes you find that the rand weakens and the market collapse on top of that. Now, this is exactly what we've seen now. But you were quite right. I think on on Friday, we've already seen on Thursday, we saw that beautiful bullish engulfing candle, almost like a classic fight back. And just the next following morning, we saw that beautiful sell off. But the big thing this morning we saw a, a, a window opened, and maybe I can just give the viewers, this, or the listeners, yeah. this gap. This gap is between 49817 mm. and 49579. And remember, I'm talking now the futures contract because that's the live one. Right. And while this gap is open, we can almost see it as a breakaway gap to the downside. While the gap is opened, it means that the momentum is clearly to the way down. And I see that as a breakaway gap to confirm that something is on the boil. Now, of course, as we know, in the last 10 years, everybody came back. They just bought the dips and say this market must go up. But today there's something interesting that happened as well. We moved for the first time in months. The previous time that it happened was late May. We moved below the 200-day moving average on the Aussie. Now, if you look at that, that level was exactly at 49.245, and we are now at 48.933. So just a little note of caution. You'll probably see that the bulls will come back once again and support the market. 
But while this gap that I gave the levels through, and while this gap is open, um, we can still see some weakness coming in time to come. And for me, the big thing, there is a double top, possible double top on the Aussie developing. Now, that double top will only be confirmed below um, 48,340. So, yes, the bulls can always come back and see if they can fight it. But as any market, as any share, we've seen it in the past, the more it struggles to find new eyes, the more sellers are slowly but surely creeping in and starting to sell it. We've seen it with Capitec. It was a beautiful share. Suddenly it lost momentum and losing um, steam from there. Now, this is exactly with the Aussie. But if I may, can I maybe just spend a minute on the weekly chart of the top 40? Please do. Because that is actually the important one because I'm talking now Aussie and, um, and most guys actually look at the top 40. Now, there was a classic inverse head and shoulder. I also mentioned it before on the S&P 500 and even on the top 40. And that's what usually happens if, let's call it, the bulls are getting complacent. So what happens is they see any formation and they just say this market must go up. But what happened in the meantime, everybody forgets that this market is in a bull market of 10 years. So it's a little bit of poker. You know, if the market goes up for 10 years in a row and you see another bullish formation after 10 years, it's not a given that it's going to play out to the top again. And what happened every time that the market got to the neckline, now that neckline sits at 53,100. Every time that it got there, the market lost momentum. And the important thing is, as today with the close now, it, or the market has just closed, we are below the 40-week um, long-term moving average in the top 40. And that is at 49278. But what I see here, Although I'm seeing what we're probably going to see by the end of this week, we're going to see three dark crowds. Now, three dark crowds in, in Japanese candlesticks is usually a sell-off formation that will probably try and, and, and give us an interim relief bounce. But when we get below that 49278, that 40-week moving average, and especially below, and that's the level, the very important level, 48,080, we can say that that double top in the top 40 weekly chart is in place and we can see much weakness from there. And again, be careful about this market. This market had one wonderful rally and everybody is convinced that it will carry on um, for infinity. And that's unfortunately not right. Okay, so give it to us in English. You've given us a very, very interesting uh, technical and detailed analysis of what you, you see in the market. But I don't want to talk about the daily moves, Franz de Klerk. I want to talk about the medium-term and long-term moves. It seems to me that the charts that I'm looking at, the long-term charts, have been destroyed in the last three days. Now, you're quite right. Um, you know, even if you look at the S&P 500, it's the first proper bearish engulfing candle that we've seen for a very long time. Now, usually, you know, when, when a market starts to lose momentum, it, it never comes like, you know, in one day in the S&P or maybe on our market, suddenly one day 3,000 points down, 3,000 points down the next day. It usually starts like almost like a leaking tap. And you don't think that it's going to make an effect. But what I see on the longer term charts, and this is exactly confirming what you are saying, 
on the stochastic indicator now the the listeners know that I love the stochastic because yes. it is it's a it's a it's a you can almost say a, a, a slow indicator to tell you what's happening we see a negative divergence on on the stochastic now that usually tells you that there's a loss of momentum in the making and the other thing is this this break below the 40 week moving average actually tells you that you need to be very nervous about the market now i know a lot of fundamental players will immediately say to me, France, but we must buy the dips. Now, I, I agree with that 100%, but not after a 10-year bull market. Um, always remember, if you look at the S&P, and especially if we look at the S&P 500 on a weekly chart, and you look at the a normal line chart, and you actually look at that chart over the long term, you'll actually be surprised that the S&P can go much lower from the levels where it's, where it's now trading. It's now trading, let's call it around 2.870. If it really starts to collapse, your first um, line of support will be around 2,827 and below that 2,700. So it just tells you when these markets will open up, we can really be surprised by the way it's going to open up for the simple reason there's so many people that's been um, investing over the last 10 years when they start to get nervous and just a little few, well, even you can say a little bit of them who can just come back and say, listen, guys, let's just lock in a little bit of profits. We can see an ugly sell-off. Remember, this is what we're seeing now and even today and last week in our market. We are not yet fully in a bear market. We are actually in just correction mode. Yes. And as we know, the 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 uh, usually within a bear market, you get these counterattacks from the bulls that is fierce. But remember, the markets are struggling to make new highs. And while markets are struggling to make new highs, it's always for me an alert sign just to say, be careful. The markets can maybe surprise to the downs. Give us something on the rand. Last two minutes, please, uh, France Declare, because the rand has gone from 1375 to 1495. It's currently 1484. What do you think about the South African rand? Lindsay, there's something that I would like to mention just to, to viewers. And I know all of us are always say we're just following purely the, the rand dollar, of the, the dollar in America or the, the, the other developed markets. And, and we actually just... Uh, let's call it a mirror um, of those markets. You know, if the rand is, uh, if the dollar is strong, the rand will weaken. But there's mm. something else to remember, and I would like. That's why I want to mention it to to listeners. Always remember that Zimbabwe was mm. always a currency that always tracked the dollar, yes. but at a certain point, it disconnected from the dollar because of the political situation. So that's why I would like to. Just urge viewers or, or listeners, don't be complacent and say, while the dollar is strong, the rand will weaken. And the moment the dollar starts to weaken, the rand will immediately strengthen. We need an, a, a better political situation to get some informed um, investors in the rand back. But if I look at the rand, that's the hard saw. The rand is sitting on two formations. The one is a symmetrical triangle, and we're right at the top of it now. We're just below 15 rand. This symmetrical triangle will break at 15 rand and then can take the rand all the way up to 15 rand 90. But that's okay. What worries me is in the last two weeks, the rand first of all weakened above the 40-week moving average, and that is sitting at 14 rand 18. But this is the nervous one. There is an inverse head and shoulder in the rand. Now, the rand is, 
that inverse head and shoulders neckline is sitting exactly at 15 rand. Now, if that plays out, and, and maybe just hold on to your, your, your chairs there. Here we if go. It's six, okay, 16 rand 83 on the, on the conservative side. Mm. And if it plays out to the top, 19 rand 78 cents. So we need to, to really hope that the rand turnaround break below the 40-week moving average, and that is at 14 rand 18. That's a while from where we're now. Only then we can say that the rand can strengthen a little bit and maybe go back all the way to 1360. So let's hope that I am completely wrong and the rand rather strengthen than weaken from this point on. I hope you're wrong. France de Klerk is an independent technical analyst. Me too. Yeah, Me too. That will be terrible. Even in the Karur, you'll feel it. What would it mean to you in yeah. the community of the Great Desert, the, the Khrut Karur? What would it mean to you lot? Um, you mean a weaker rand? Yes. Yeah, you know what is the scary part? Um, that's why I said the, that the, the political situation in South Africa must change. If you look at the poverty and the unemployment that we see, what we call on the Farah Plattelaan, Plattelaan. Yes. It yes. is absolutely scary because what you see is you see people that is actually um, just waiting for a, a grant to be paid out. And because of the, the, you can almost say, sad situations at home and they know that there's no work, these guys or, or ladies actually turn on to, to, to be full-blown alcoholics. And the reason is because the situation is so desperate. And that's why I, I, I want to urge, well, anyone that can change the situation or even put some pressure onto the, onto the political situation is to, we need to create jobs. You know, if you look at the, a, a tiny town, like let's call a Fosberg or a Britstown or a Daar, if you look at the round and you just see the amount of people just sitting and not even asking for a job. Why? Because they are so despondent and they know that there's no jobs. That is the scary part. Now, you know, the, the beauty about the, let's call it the Farah Plotland, at least most of, most of the people in town, you almost know. So you can help the guy if you can really help him. But in a city, I mean, you don't know if the guy's an illegal immigrant. Where is he coming from? Where is he hiding away? You cannot employ him at least here. We know the guys and at least we can employ the ones that we know is, 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 is almost desperate. For, for making some money. So it's, it's a sad situation. And it almost gives me the idea that the politicians, they, aren't, they are so worried about fighting their own uh, positions in, in courts that they almost forget what's happening on the street. Pastor Clerk, how do we get hold of you, please? Um, Lindsay, they can always visit my website, www.francedeclerc.com or drop me an email at... Um, uh, france at francedeclare.com. And the other thing is I do get more and more guys that wants to learn or teach themselves how to trade successfully on indexes. The advice I want to give to people, don't wait until you get retrenched. Rather contact us months in advance hmm. so that you can teach yourself over six, seven, eight months, a year's period. And then when you really get the shock of maybe getting retrenched or go on pension, then you know exactly what is happening. Because to trade indexes, and you will agree with me, is nothing else as an MBA degree 
at home between fear and greed and managing your own emotions. Pastor Clerk, thank you very much for your time. And that was Technically Speaking. That podcast was proudly brought to you in association with sharenet.co.za. Visit strictlybusinesspodcast.com and subscribe to receive exclusive content straight to your inbox.